When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. What would you say if I told you there's a book that can teach you how to win The Bachelor? What would you say if I told you producers caught multiple finalists reading that book in this season that's currently airing? What would you say if I told you the producers don't want anyone to know that their show has been compromised? How do we know all this? We wrote that book. I'm Lizzie Pace. And I'm Chad Colchin. We're the authors of How to Win the Bachelor and the hosts of the Game of Roses podcast, a bi-weekly podcast where we break down all the biggest plays, errors, and MVPs in the game of reality television. Listen to Game of Roses wherever you get your podcasts and go to howtowinthebachelor.com to get our book. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. Hi, it's Dave here. This is my wife, Kathy. Hello. This is The Cinemile, the podcast where we walk home from the movies once again. <laughs> because the movie theatres, or cinemas, as we say, have are opened. open. They're opened. You can go in them. You can buy popcorn. Snacks. You can watch a movie on a big screen. The last time we went to the cinema is embarrassingly last September when we went to see Bill and Ted. Bill and Ted. No, what was it called? I have no idea. Bill and Ted, right again. But that's that? a terrible thing to finish on. However, we did go to a drive-thru in October to see Casper the Friendly Ghost, which somewhat made up for that yeah, experience. Yeah, that counts. Um, but yeah, here we are. It's now May, and we are going to see Sound of Metal. It's a funny thing because the moment all the films that are out in the cinema are like also on streaming services. Um, yeah, so it's on Prime Video. Yeah. So it's available for free in our living room. Yeah. Not for free, but we're paying for yeah. Prime Video. But we put a poll on Twitter with like loads of movies that are out at the moment, all of which look really good, actually, like including Nomadland, this, a few others, what you guys recommended, and Sound of Metal 1. So we're going to take your advice. We're going to go. And I have heard that this is like really worth seeing on the big screen because of the sound. Yes, and this round sound being awesome so we know Riz Ahmed is in it who we love big fans of him and he was Oscar nominated yeah. that's pretty much all I know about it to be honest I know the general plot of this okay do you not? no will I say it? you can say it the okay. general plot so it's about a well I, I, I know he's a drummer and right. I know that the movie deals with his hearing loss okay that's, oh yeah so okay. I think that will I did know that probably make for interesting um, yeah, really audio interesting stuff and going he's on so in the good. cinema but we're pumped we can't wait we're off to the cinema now we couldn't be more pleased we're walking through we're a walking car through. so we're gonna now. go so we get, yeah come on okay <laughs> see, uh, you, on see you very soon bye
your hearing is deteriorating rapidly. We'll come back. Till then, Lou, we just keep going, okay? No. Lou, no. let's play tomorrow. Let's see what it's like, okay? I'm gonna be like a click track. You can play to me. You understand me? I can't. I'm deaf. I'm deaf. I found a place. I think it's important that you stay here with us right now, Ruben. We're looking for a solution to to this, not this. I need you to wait for me. Okay, you're in for me. You're my part. You're in for me. Okay, you got away from me. Hi, we're back. We saw Sound of Metal in an actual cinema. <laughs> and it was amazing. It was so good. Both the cinema experience and the movie. Yeah, really enjoyed the movie. Recommend really both. enjoyed going to the cinema. Oh my yeah. God, it's so good to be back, isn't it? It was so nice. I ate so much popcorn that I like feel like I, my full body is dehydrated yeah. and I couldn't be happier about that feeling. I got a beer. <laughs> awesome. I got some crisps with my beer. Yeah, you overdid I it. I thought were, would be a great idea because they pair really nicely, but I forgot because I'm popcorn. so out of the game. No, I didn't. I knew you had popcorn, but I forgot because I'm so long out of the game that crisps are the worst cinema snack. Yeah, they are. Like, first of all, you have to open the packet. Yeah. That makes a lot of noise. You Then you have to rustle in the packet every time you want to open or something. So, but luckily, the beginning of this movie is very loud. So you timed it well. So I timed it. So I, I, I did not disturb any of the other two people who were in the cinema. Uh, sad, sad, maybe it's just the time... We went. I mean, uh, it's a Monday night, like. Yeah. Uh, oh god! Just got hit by a tree. <laughs> Ow! <laughs> just walked into a tree trunk. It's dangerous. This dangerous game. This cinema. This is. Yeah. I'm so glad this is the movie. It was quiet, but I'm so glad this is the movie that we went back to the cinema for. Yeah, same. Like it really felt like visually. Yes, it looked great on the big screen as all movies do. But like as we had been told, the sound made it. Cause yeah the plot is somebody who's losing their hearing and how that feels and sounds and that was just incredibly done and like the speakers made such a difference and like so for example it was immersive we were hearing what he was hearing it's hard to describe we were hearing what he was hearing so when things were fading out and buzzing for him we would hear distorted muffling of other people speaking like combined with say like maybe the pounding of music and then because it was subtitled we would then be reading what they were saying we weren't hearing what they were saying so the experience I would like be really interested to or sometimes they deliberately wouldn't give you subtitles if when it's he something couldn't. he would not have been able to interpret. It was so like you're, good. You're very much... Uh, the movie does a brilliant job of putting you in his head yeah. as he's experiencing this newfound hearing loss and what it's like to live in a world um, which is... What's designed the, for it, hearing a, people. or it's, you know, yeah, it's... It's, uh, it's yeah, exactly a world, designed for it's a world designed for people who are hearing. Yeah. And, like, and then it explores... Like, it's so interesting and it went off... We won't go into spoilers at this point, but it kind of explores all that. And there is, you know, it is very true like that there's huge politics around like in the deaf community on like people who kind of embrace and accept deafness versus people who you know try and go down the route of like implants and I know there's actually a really big division somewhat between those people so that's really interesting that's explored then of course you've got like if you're a musician and that's your trade what happens if you're losing your hearing and there's so much to kind of unpick but it's just it which felt we'll like do such in spoilers a, yeah we'll do that in spoilers it just felt like a real experience didn't it I felt like it was really just kind of 
washing over me in the best kind of way that like only a cinema can do yeah. it just would not have had that experience at home exactly if, you, if you're able to pause or hear other things like here's our child, children on the on the monitor or you know hear a car go by outside it's just it doesn't quite put you in that no. you need to be being in a dark silent room for this definitely heightens the experience and some people I'm have sure really good speaker setups which we don't at home or yeah. like actually might be another way people like we don't usually, yeah we don't usually encourage yeah. like small screen viewing but it might actually be better on a small screen with a headphone that's true than yeah, on a laptop big screen. and headphones probably do the job yeah yeah so i'm so glad we saw on your cinema. phone on the toilet so glad cinemas are back i'm really hoping they're not going to close again um, I hope so too We went I th- to our favourite cinema Light cinema We love them They do such a good job With like Covid and everything It just feels really safe Oh so nice So nice to be back But should we go to Spoiler Street Because I don't really want to Spoil anything on this Yeah list. let's go to Spoiler Street Before we do that Go yeah, watch it Recommend Yeah highly yeah. recommend If you can get to Go see this in the cinema And you're comfortable to Go for it Yeah uh, If not yeah, stick it on your laptop and put your headphones in. Yeah, probably, or make, probably a good way to do it. Yeah, or have like really good speaker set up. But like, what is interesting now, and this is very new territory, is that pretty much everything is on both streaming and in cinema now. And I just find that really fascinating. The movie that is coming out in a few weeks, A Quiet Place, will just be in cinemas, I believe. So that's like the true test again of like, what can cinema do in COVID? Yeah, but can they make their money back then? That's the, you know, exactly. it's, it's really interesting. It's going to be really interesting but to see that. But then they're not necessarily making, you don't make money from streaming either, but you, you boost the, well, you boost the offering of your platform. So it depends it on the platform. So revenue like, and membership. And Disney will be making a lot of money for, Oh, they do charging. premier access. Yeah. To, oh, you're right. So they do make money. And yeah. Universal are doing it. Like we paid like 20 quid to see The Invisible Man last year. Do you remember? Yeah, that's right. So people will be making money from it. But it'll be a really good test of Quiet Place, I think, because Tenet was kind of the test last year. But in fairness, Tenet had a lot of problems and, and it, it didn't have great, you know, it didn't have like cross the board good reviews. Whereas A Quiet Place is coming off the, first, uh, the success of the first one and it's like unanimously loved. And actually, that's another film which... Um, if it's anything like the first which I really enjoyed uh, heavily relies on the use of sound and would be like this movie more immersive in the cinema experience yeah like you could hear and my god seeing A Quiet Place in the cinema you could hear a needle drop right yeah. in a room full of people I haven't seen it and then it. you all lose your shit together as you can only do in a <laughs> horror movie and that is for me that's the pinnacle I'm really hoping to see uh, A Quiet Place 2 in the cinema and, and excited for it so before we head over to Spoiler Street, um, we're going to do a shout out to our patrons who follow us on patreon.com forward slash cinema, where we do monthly retro movie reviews and we do a load of TV reviews as well. Yeah, so yeah, huge uh, thank you to <laughs> all of our patrons there, uh, but in particular to a shout out to our new patrons who have joined us uh, in the past month. So that uh, is Oliver Martel. Thank you, Oliver. Uh, David Parrish. Hey, David. Um, I owe you an email, David. Um, <laughs> Johnny O'Connor, um, Catherine Maloney and uh, Paddy Aylesbury. So thank you to them and to everyone who contributes at the rate of two or three pounds a month and gets access to all our retro movie and uh, TV reviews. What's the last TV show? Jupiter's Legacy we watched on Netflix. We did a whole episode on that. We really loved Nobody Jupiter's Legacy. Nobody else seemed to like it, but we loved it. Um, so that's it. Right, back to Sound of Metal spoilers now. Spoilers for sound. Okay, so like that's it's, it's a funny one. You really have to get to spoilers because like, the plot of this just so didn't go where I was expecting it to. It's yeah. like nominally a drummer who's losing his sound. And then, or, sorry, his hearing. And then 
very quickly he's kind of removed from that drumming world but like do you remember that scene that was it was so well done right they live in a camp uh, like a trailer him and his girlfriend because they're traveling musicians and like it's the morning we see their routine and we're watching it with subtitles on screen so it's like really emphasizing everything he hears every morning coffee dripping smoothie blending it, it emphasized all this yeah. sound in the scene and then the next and day it's set up it's check off smoothie maker yeah and then we get the next day and we all of that's happening but because we were made so aware of it by the director in the last scene when we're here this time we're like hearing it from Riz Ahmed's perspective and it's all gone and I just found that terrifying yeah and that was just so well done and then little touches like that in this movie are like you're, you're on the you're on the he's well, he's naturally he's excellent in this movie uh, they if saving more and spending less is one of your top goals for 2023 why are you still paying insane amounts of money every month for your phone bill right now when you switch to mint mobile you'll get their unlimited plan for 50 percent off as the first company to sell premium wireless service online only, Mint Mobile lets you order from home and save a ton with phone plans starting at just $15 a month. All plans come with unlimited talk and text, plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash save. That's mintmobile.com slash save. Hurry. Offer ends January 15th. They both are. It's really, it's a... It's kind of a two-hander. I wouldn't say that. Um, actually, yeah, she disappears for a life. Yeah, but she's not also, a two-hander. She's also very good. I mean, she's great. But the, um, sorry, you're right. So, but he, he's excellent in this movie, but what he really sells he, he is the journey. Right? He's on a journey, and I felt like I was with him. I experienced the horror and the fear yeah. that, he, that he experienced at first. I went through the sort of cathartic joy that he experiences in the middle um, and yeah. just the beauty and so touching everything that happens in that community and this new life he gains and, and you get to see a different side to, to him as a character this you know how good he is with kids how so loving he is how you and know, you and there's so sense. many lovely little sweet moments like the drumming on the on the, on the slide um, yeah and, and he's the, teaching and you get this because at the start you don't actually know anything about him other than him. he seems to be a nice boyfriend and he's a drummer yeah and then it's this definite like example of show don't tell we never get like a backstory for him we don't know anything about him other than he casually references his dad looked like Jeff Goldblum that's pretty much all we know about him and yet no I thought he said we he, learn a lot he looked about like him. Jeff Goldblum and thought he might be his dad anyway that doesn't matter he, he, or um, whatever but that's it like but well, we don't you, need you, to know because we learn about him through his actions and like yeah. and then like very quickly we learn that but again through a really clever way like he finds out that he's gone deaf and he kind of he basically goes outside and asks someone for a cigarette and the girlfriend calls his sponsor because for her, because we didn't know he's an addict and, and a cigarette for him is like the first step on the yeah. ladder to like maybe going back on, on harder drugs again. So we learn that just through that scene. Like, so it's just such good storytelling. Yeah. At no point is it like, he's an addict. What if he goes back in the wagon? Like, that's not how we learn it. And, and then... And she, not only that, they also don't, they don't play, they don't use that Information in a hackneyed or cliche way that plays in later. Like you don't see, uh, you know, a weaker movie would add in a heroin relapse in there, or it would add it. Like yeah. it doesn't. It, what it shows us is that he's an addict, but that he's replaced 
he's replacing his addictions with other things. So music has become his addiction. Then perhaps, you know, health and fitness. He's somebody who's very intense, you know, yeah. he's rigorous. You see it in his routine at the morning, it's smoothies and push-ups and he's very routine focused. I wish I had that routine. And, and as soon as, yeah, I know. And then and look like him. As soon as the music goes away, he has to fill his time. And there's a brilliant moment with when he's fixing the roof and he's <laughs> always trying to be busy and active. And his Ruben, his... Uh, the, the head of the community who is awesome such a good character I love Ruben yeah. this, this is what's what so a mentor. unique about this movie and we need to do some research because we haven't like feels so based on real life like you, this is a movie that's effectively set in a centre for deaf addicts like that yeah, is so, so specific, specific. Yeah. but it's a subset of a wider deaf community right exactly yeah. but like he Ruben runs the centre and like he basically like basically the joy of this movie and this, I just love movies that are about something like so Positive. small and yet so big yeah. basically Ruben teaches him how to just sit still and just enjoy a moment and it could and it could so easily border into um, cliche or cheesy or you know but it, it doesn't it feels like very it like the movie ends with him sitting on a bench and taking oh, out his beautiful ending beautiful and like and like there's that bit in the middle where he kind of like and again not even dramatic it's not dramatic he kind of quote unquote betrays Ruben by breaking his trust but all he does is actually go and get himself money to try and get implants to get his hearing back which is completely fine like that's a, not a bad you know he didn't steal money to buy drugs well it wasn't the betrayal it was more of a betrayal of the ethos of the community which as you outlined earlier it's this whole thing but he literally says you, Ruben and it breaks Ruben's heart and you can see it he, you can't be here because it sends the wrong message yeah and you totally get Ruben's point yeah like you what I love about this movie is you understand everyone's point of view they're all trying their best and at the end of the day it's Riz Ahmed's right to you know to get implants and get hearing back that's his right and like he you yeah. know if he wants to do it he can do it and like but then I find that a whole experience when he does get the implants and this is like where the sound of metal comes in how distorted and all that sounded. I wonder how close that is to reality. And they obviously works better for some people than others, and you'd never know. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I'd love to hear. I'd love to hear um, from somebody in the deaf community as to their how they uh, interpret the, uh, the the what the narrative of this movie and how authentic it is. It yeah. certainly feels. It feels like it's injected with a certain amount of care and authenticity. And this is one now I want to go off and like read all about the yeah, director exactly. writer and like figure it all but out. It feels very even the you know the sets they use the the way it's filmed. It's very it's all very naturalistic, yeah. isn't it? This is like it didn't look. It looked like they were all in real locations. All and the when time. they were in Paris, no... a we're like God, we want to go to Paris. But b I just love that it was like different sounds then in the captions, which is something we noticed with like a European siren. And like all the <laughs> yeah, different things, sp- really, really interesting. And there's that really stuff. sad and poignant thing, which like you know, any of us who've been in relationships and broken up have experienced of like him and the girlfriend reconnect and like they still really love each other, but it's just not right. No. And I just love that their breakup is so kind and nice. Like everything about this movie is just so kind and nice, and they just know they're not meant to be together, but they both say, "You saved my life, and I really loved you." And I just it's so touching. And that's what this, this movie, movie is yeah. about. Fundamentally, it's about transitions. It's about. And I was able to relate to it on, not not specifically on Ruben on um. Oh God, what's the main? main oh, I cannot remember. Oh wait, maybe the main character is called Ruben. Oh God, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> wait, this is what happens when it's I really we, famous actor. Yeah, Joe was the name of the guy with the ponytail. Everyone who's listening to this is laughing. At me. Right, Ruben, okay. Ruben is Riz Ahmed. I'm sorry, so guys. Sorry, guys. Okay. So embarrassed. Joe was the oh, guy. Oh, because she calls him Ruby, doesn't yeah, she? Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. Um, 
But I felt like, you know, what he went through with... Basically, this movie is about him letting go of his old life. Yeah. And accepting his new one. And Because his we whole all... life was, like, based on him being a drummer on the road. Like, he just can't do that again. Exactly. And he, he, he experienced that both in letting go... So, ultimately, like, he was his addiction was about trying to well no he has a heroin addiction that's just sorry that's, yes that's just it he can't Metaphor- like, he's a drug metaphorically addict. he's replaced heroin in this instance in the, in the second <laughs> half of this movie with trying to regain this old life he's, he's he acts like an addict yeah that's what you know, Joe yeah, says Joe that said to him, to him yeah. he looked like an addict right now because he's trying you know and he's, he, being he's asking for money he's being secretive I've got to get the, this is you know he's somebody who's quite obsessive but then the worst part is it was actually true though he was like my girlfriend because we thought he was making it up he goes like oh my girlfriend's dad's really rich I'll get you the money back we're like yeah yeah and then he goes to the girlfriend's dad's house and it's like this unbelievable yeah, yeah, like exactly. French mansion so he was actually telling the truth but because he was an addict Joe was very sceptical of him so I love all that and like of course we're such like schmucks we wanted him to go back to like the deaf community and like marry the teacher and like teach well, the well, kids as soon as, as soon as you get this beautiful montage in the middle of how good his life is you're like oh what's next what like we're halfway through this what's the conflict yeah it just um, like it goes it's such a surprise of a film and like we could talk about it all night but there's probably no like we've like we love it totally recommend it but I will say just to f- finish off what I was going to say the the you know I'm not able to relate directly to his experience of losing his hearing and that transition into kind of a different community and how the world suddenly changes <laughs> and how you interact with it although I felt like the movie certainly brought really that to job, life yeah. for, for me um, but I, I was able to identify with this whole idea of letting go of a certain um, part of your life yeah right the, 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 this idea of transitions had. Yeah, or, yeah, exactly, or a certain dream that you may no longer be able to achieve. And it's about kind of accepting, and that's what, you know, that, that's why their, their relationship kind of uh, uh, struck a chord with me, whereas it's like a very mature thing, as you say, to, to sort of be able to acknowledge that you're, you're not good for each other, even yeah. though you love each other. Um, it's not even that they're good for each other, they just were like weren't meant to be like neither when they kissed yeah. it was so awkward it's like the most awkward on screen kiss I've ever witnessed and they changed but they both changed like she went through a very personal transformation as well during the time that they were apart you know yeah because it also meant the end of her, her life when he went off to that set well, exactly yeah. she kind of reconnected with her her dad her sort of music style seemed to have evolved a bit she changed her hair she had a literal <laughs> literal sort of transformation right I mean once you've changed your hair in a film that's <laughs> yeah, it yeah it's over utter transformation and he did too he shaved off the blonde that's true actually that's all a little bit on the nose now that I realise that <laughs> well, they no, both changed their no, hair but he had to shave it he was getting yeah. implants in his head like um, but yeah no it's really relatable and yet at the same time a window into a world that we kind of know nothing about which is just why movies are amazing uh, so hopefully yeah. we're going to be back in the cinema again soon um, yeah really enjoyed that let us know what you thought send us a message thecinemile.gmail.com or uh, twitter instagram or facebook at cinemile and yeah see you soon yeah and if you're uh, in the, uh, feeling generous go leave us a review yeah on, oh god yeah on iTunes or we wherever, haven't asked for a review in so long and therefore haven't gotten a review in so long yeah. if you could head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five star review we would hugely yeah, it really helps us out thank you alright thanks for listening guys see you next time back in the cinema when this crappy mundane world suddenly becomes radiant and magnificent all the fear is gone that place will never abandon you hold up 
ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. What would you say if I told you there's a book that can teach you how to win The Bachelor? What would you say if I told you producers caught multiple finalists reading that book in this season that's currently airing? What would you say if I told you the producers don't want anyone to know that their show has been compromised? How do we know all this? We wrote that book. I'm Lizzie Pace. And I'm Chad Colchin. We're the authors of How to Win the Bachelor and the hosts of the Game of Roses podcast, a bi-weekly podcast where we break down all the biggest plays, errors, and MVPs in the game of reality television. Listen to Game of Roses wherever you get your podcasts and go to howtowinthebachelor.com to get our book. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. <laughs>